Welcome to episode one of Let's Talk About It with Ty. This is our first, first podcast episode. Um, I'm so glad to be here with you guys. Uh, just to reintroduce myself, my name is Tyke Egerson. I'm your host. And we're going to be talking about coming out. So, before we even get into the episode, I got two questions to say at least. If you're queer, what was your coming out experience and how would you go about it differently? And if you're not, and you said ally, if you ever had a person close to you come out, how did you and others react? And how did you help them feel more comfortable in their skin around you? So coming out, it can honestly be, you can come out in multiple different ways and multiple different times. It just, it can be literally very tiring, a lot, and just draining the sailies. So within this episode, you're going to honestly talk about my key coming out stories and also some stigmas within coming out or some of my troubles within just overall letting myself be known within my families and friends and just community in general. So... Before we get into anything, I got to tell you, I guess, about my first coming out story. So just to bring it back a little bit, just so you can get like some base information if you don't know this already. So again, I'm Ty. Um, I'll go by he, him, his. Uh, within the community, I identify as gay. Uh, didn't technically identify as that uh, at first, but I'm going to get into that in a little bit later. So, my first coming out story, um, I came out, I guess, the first time officially when I was 18, and currently at that moment, I was enrolled at Penn State Berks. So, if you don't know about the Penn State system, uh, there's multiple Commonwealth campuses within the state of Pennsylvania under Penn State as a whole. Uh, So, even though I did graduate from Penn State main campus, I ended up doing the 2 plus 2 program. So... Backtrack to my actual coming out story. So, this is my first semester on campus, and I just wanted a fresh to start um, as I was going into this new journey within my life. And even though I was starting to make friends, I was had my own job, had my own social life, um, and stuff like that, and I was on you know a step team. I still felt like there was something that like I just needed to do. And that was the first thing first, come out to my sweet mates. I remember, so honestly, I remember this night, honestly, like it was yesterday. So I remember it was towards the end of the semester, and I made a, a lot of new friends within this time. And I was really comfortable with all my sweet mates, minus like maybe one, that I just remember just be like, look, I need to say something. Because it's like, number one, it's like, even though this is technically not wrong, that it's wrong that they don't know and they kind of live in like close quarters with me. But also is that it's like, if I'm gonna bond, how can I bond a joint relationship if there's still a lot of pieces that they don't know about me? And I best, in, in my head, I'm thinking, damn, my sexuality is kind of one of the things. Cause I can't really say who I love. It just kind of going to different things that they talk about. Like, you know, the different girls that they're messing around with or that they like. And I'm just like, damn, K 
can't relate. Uh, <laughs> so you just kind of have to kind of go around there and be like, okay, what can I tell them? So like I said, it was towards the end of, well, end-ish of my first semester. And I know there was one of my friends, and I'm still really close to this day, Sean, uh, that was in my suite my first year at Penn State Birds. And I think out of all of us, we was the most close, even though we came from two different backgrounds, but somebody that I clicked with so much. And literally it was something like, if I'm going to say anything to anyone, I'm going to say it to him. So I remember knocking on his door, he was playing some type of game on the computer. And I was like, hey, Sean, like, hey, what's up, Ty? And it's like, hey, can I talk to you real quick? Like, sure. And then his roommate was out the room, so I just kind of just went in and closed the door. And he just said, hey, everything okay? I'm just like, yeah, like, you know, I'm just kind of being around the bush. And as I'm trying to, like, say, like, okay, what it is, I'm, like, trying to, like, stutter as I'm, like, telling him, like, exactly what's going on. I'm like, uh, well, something, like, something like this, like, uh, I think it's something that I need to tell you guys. And... He kind of could tell like, exactly where I was heading at. So eventually, like, I told him, like, hey, like, I'm gay, to say the least. And he was just like, it was just such like a beautiful moment because I didn't know exactly how it was going to go due to kind of like fears that I had in myself that I had in my past that I'm going to get into in one second. But he was very accepting of everything that came when I said everything I needed to say, when it came to my sexuality, like, we hugged it out, like, he assured that, like, look, I'm here for you, like, your sexuality does not matter. It was kind of one of the things that kind of made me, like, I guess, care for him more. Because, again, that was someone that I considered a true friend, and for him to kind of release that all parts of me or not tell me just due to my sexuality was something that was really big for me. Now, getting into the fears, I guess you can say, about me initially coming out to Sean in general. Uh, as some of y'all may or might not know, honestly, I knew what I was or my sexuality since maybe around 12 years old. So, I'm 24, so do the math. Um, it's been a while. I know exactly what it was hidden for. I just never actually... Well, they came out like I was thinking about doing in high school, but honestly, it was very judgmental. And I had honestly some past trauma in my childhood for the reason why I didn't want to come out. So, let me tell you guys a story. So, it was honestly, I don't remember exactly when, I just know I was kind of really young. I want to say honestly 10 11, it was definitely around that 12 ish mark that it was a summer. Uh, everybody was out of school, it was really hot outside, and people that's in North Philly, especially like the younger kids, know that the Connie Mac pool that was on 22nd in Lehigh always just used to be popping. Always people there, everybody's at the pool, everybody's at the rec center, everybody's at the park, everybody's just around. And I remember it was just one day during the summer that it was me and one of my friends Went to the pool, I took my sisters, like all everybody went around, everybody was good. Everybody was vibing. I went in the pool and me and my friends just in the pool playing around. Then there was this moment between me and Steph friend 
that we kind of was just playing around and then I guess like something weird happened. It was kind of like some sexual tension that within both of us kind of like clicked and we didn't know exactly what to do with the set tension. So we kind of just like stood there because literally we like literally our bodies were so close to each other that we just felt some weird, I can't even say intention. I feel like there's a better word to say it, but some just, it was just so not weird, but it was just like connection. They really couldn't figure out exactly what was going on, but we kind of, as soon as we noticed like what was happening, we kind of just like bounced off from each other. and just kind of swum to the other side of the pool. I honestly didn't think anything of it until honestly an hour later when the pool closed down. And literally, okay, so as me and my sisters and everybody's getting ready to go out the pool, I literally walked outside the pool gates where there wasn't any like security guards or any pool staff and stuff around. And there was just one neighborhood bully. It's like, oh, you're at, you're at, like, basically called me really offensive gay slurs off the rip. And I'm just saying, like, whoa, 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 I'm not gay. I'm not gay. Me, not really. Like, I knew what gay was. I just didn't know exactly how I felt about my sexual at the moment. And basically, as this bully, as I would say, Lily just started going ahead and calling me all these words. A crowd basically formed just around me and this set friend. So, Lily, we just sitting there like, yo, what's going on? And then people see I'm like, punch him, punch him, punch him. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, what's going on? And the next thing you know, I'm getting jumped by people that I considered my friends, but because of the possibility of me being gay or just me not being straight in general, just basically made me a target to be attacked. And I just remember leaving there, me and my sisters just running like back home. We only lived like maybe a few blocks away I was like, yo, I got jumped, I got jumped, tell my mom and everything. And she's asking like, what's happening? I just can't explain exactly what. Because exactly, I kind of know what's going on, but I really don't know what's going on. So how am I gonna explain my mom like, okay, they jumped me because I was gay. Mind you, I didn't tell her that. She don't know any of that information. I'm just kind of saying, I don't know. And that's honestly one of the things that kind of really stared me away from honestly saying anything about my sexuality because it's just that thing is just being judged, being judged, being isolated from people that you thought were your friends. And honestly, it was just, as soon as they found out something that was outside the norm of their circle, they just blew you away. It just turned on you. And because of that, it just took me a really, really, really long time to even whisper or even think about just being gay or even coming out. Honestly, I thought I was going to be DL forever and just never say anything. So I never say anything in high school. I never say anything to my teammates. I just really kept it very discreet. And maybe at the most, one person knew because he was also in the community too. So it was kind of just me and him. And he was very, flam- I'm not saying flamboyant, but out there and did not really care. And that was something that I was really jealous of. I was like, geez, like, he doesn't care about it, but I do. 
So that kind of gets me into, I guess, my second quote-unquote coming out story. So again, this is kind of within my sophomore year in college. Uh, at this time, I'm still technically at Penn State Berks. So I was in something we call Tully's. So Tully's is basically the cafeteria for the whole campus. I mean, there was also that one little coffee shop that was in that other building. Outside. I forgot the name of it, but we talking about Tully's. So literally, people that Penn State Berks, y'all know, y'all know, is that big table that's right next to the windows. And me and all my friends just sitting there, you know, I got me some chicken fingers, some fries, a slice of pizza, got me a milkshake, you know, came back from practice because I played rugby at the time. And, you know, I'm just vibing, we chilling, we talking. And then there is my friend Maurice that is also gay too. Love him to death. Hey, Maurice, if you're listening. And his messy ass, and I always look at him like, yo, why the hell would you say that? says in front all everybody that I know. Because at this point, I never said my sexuality really to anybody at campus. Mine is literally my sweet mates at that time um, in freshman year. So he goes to me and say, in front of everybody, hey, Ty. And I'm like, what? He's like, are you gay? And everybody had just went up and just looked at me like, what? And the one thing I'm like, yo, I'm just trying to eat my chicken fingers in peace. Like, I do not, like, why are you bringing this negative energy? Like, you fucking up the vibe. Like, come on. Like, you're doing a little too much. And at this point, I got to think on the side of my feet. Like, yo, what, what the fuck I'm about to say? Because, like, yes, I did have a positive experience when I told most of my sweet mates. But I'm still kind of going back to that trauma when... Everybody turned on me when I was younger. And I don't really have that repeat. So, Lily, I did tell the truth to an extent. Um, I kind of said I was bi. But, you know, say, hey, like, I like guys and girls, quote, unquote. Mind you, I've never been with a girl. <laughs> so, at that point, it's one of those, um, it's a fib. But, hey, y'all get the point. And just kind of explaining them my situation and just, you know, coming out and just saying, like, hey, like, look, I like guys. I like girls. That's basically kind of it. But it was different this time. Besides me having, like, all this, like, frustration, like, yo, I think they about to judge me. Only thing I was surrounded by was honesty love. Most of, almost all of my friends was very susceptible to kind of what I was saying and honestly just and just open me and let me in with open arms to say the least and it was something that was different because again like I never did that in the front of a big group where I kind of was basically outed and also I would say if you're listening and you please don't be that friend that is so messy that is so messy because and sometimes that doesn't go in the most good way. It can honestly go really bad. It can come to a lot of resentment. It honestly can also tear down people really quickly. Because if they didn't really want to share, share that information, like if I didn't want to share that information with everybody, that could honestly went extremely bad. And I do mean extremely bad. But at the end of the day, I was really 
glad and hopeful that all of my true friends was there for me in that moment and honestly just had me with open arms because I just didn't experience that before. And the thing is, like, for people that might have been in my situation, I completely understand why y'all would be in that situation. Well, not be in that situation, but not want to come out to your friends and family and people. Because there's a lot of people that can be very ignorant and also be very stuck in their own ways, especially from the black community. It luckily most, and y'all can agree to disagree on this one. I'm just going off of what I see. A good amount of black people honestly start being more acceptable when it comes to the queer community in general. Uh, there's some that's still stuck in their old ways, but the, you know, there's a good amount that's very okay with the idea of being more fluid with sexuality. Like, for example, I know I had one friend, to say the least, that was honestly scared to come out. Um, I'm going to name them S for privacy reasons. Uh, so basically, I had this one friend that I was really kicking with, I think, honestly, from my freshman, like, senior high school, freshman year of college until basically almost when I graduated. Like, it was an on and off relationship. Nothing really crazy. But I remember, like, I was very DL in the beginning, uh, around 18 years old. I really didn't, I was very discreet. I didn't really want to say much when it came to my relationship or honestly just put it on full display. Um, and this same person was too. Um, at the end of the day, they also was in two different places. So, like, I was in college. They were still back in Philly. Um, they was more into the streets. Like, they also had, like, a, like a child involved. So, it was a, a different things to lose. So I remember like it was maybe towards my junior year of college and we linked up one time during the summer while I was in town. And at this point, it wasn't just linking up, it was actually it was like becoming more friends. So I remember like as I was coming more out of my sexuality and being, I guess, more comfortable to say the least, there was a question that I remember asking him. It was like, okay, so like, why don't you want to come out? Like, what is, I guess, the pull? Or, like, the hold back, to say the least. And the only thing I can remember him saying is that he didn't want to come out because, honestly, he was scared. He was knew that his people that he was surrounded by was very one-sided, and that was something that was just not accepted. So I remember, for example, he was telling me about one of his baby mom friends um, that basically she found out that, his baby, that her baby dad was also gay. She basically blasted him out to the whole community, called him F-bombs, you never wanna see your child again. Like, you basically ruined this man's life to the point that he literally had to leave town and basically start new. I think he moved down to Atlanta. <laughs> um, No shade. Um, But it is one of those things that's like, he didn't want to have that happen to him because he knew he had a child. He still wanted to be in his child's life and be a good father. And also he knew that his friends was not going to be that receptive and also family to the fact that him possibly liking men. So he decided to just stay DL. And I'm thinking to myself like, do you really want to live like that? He's like, honestly, He's going to keep a living like that until at least, and that was a hard at least, his child turned 18. Because he just did it out want 
to put anything on the line to possibly impact them seeing the shower. And that's honestly something that's really sad because you really got to pick through seeing your child or living in your truth and not be able to actually have both. And that's something that I don't think anybody should be able to, well, should want to go through or possibly go through. And to an extent, I completely felt where he was coming from. Because I knew even with myself, like, I was very selective about who knew exactly what. When it, especially when it came to family, because I just didn't want to have to be hound with those type of questions. That kind of leads me to, I guess, my third and final significant coming out story. So, some of y'all might or might not know this. So, this was the summer of 2019 in State College, so Penn State. Uh, my 20th summer 19 gang that's listening, gang, gang. Hope y'all doing well. Um, but I remember this very vividly, very, very vividly. So, we was at my friend's Angie's house, and we had like a mini cookout because we literally had cookouts almost every single weekend, you know, getting lit. Had liquor on the side, everything chilling, and you all you all know Twitter. So you know at this point, especially then the Penn State universe, when it's in Twitter, that's when we play these little Twitter games and we kind of be doing whatever we want. And I think it was one that was something related to sex or something like that or sexuality. And basically, I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna play." And I think that was the first time I honestly within a large, I guess, platform said that I was quote-unquote bi, or let's say queer, to say the least. And at this point, I was like, fuck, I'm going to play it. So I played it, I put bi, I put all these other little things. I wish I actually pulled it up, but I think I deleted all my tweets from a certain point. So literally, at this point, you know, I played the game. You know, it was cute, it was fun. I'm going back out to party with my friends. And then I randomly get a call from my mom. Um, I didn't answer at first, and then she texted me saying, you need to text me, call me ASAP. She's like, it's kind of a shame, and I remember this in the back of my head, I was low-key drunk when I had this conversation. (laughs) And I remember she was like, it's kind of a shame that I got to find out about my son's sexuality online. I'm like, wait, what? It's like, yeah, your Twitter? It's like, I seen what you said with that little post. I'm like, what are you talking about? And to the backstory, and my mom could agree agree to disagree with this one. I personally thought that we already had this conversation um, about my sexuality, but I think a little key in, I guess, her defense, I might have brushed past it. It was years prior, but I never actually revisited the whole situation. Um, so I kind of just like pushed it along and kept it going. So. We're talking and stuff, and I'm like, uh, I thought we already had this conversation. I thought we already knew this. And it's like, no, you never technically told us. Da, da, da. And as the conversation progressed, it didn't turn into a sour note. It honestly turned into a really positive note. Uh, and that's honestly what made, I think, me and my mom's relationship a little more stronger. Um, because she was like, honestly, Ty, like, it's not about you being bi or gay or whatever you are. I just wanted to at least know. Like, we already had a feeling that you was gay or bi. 
We just wanted to hear it from your mouth first before assuming anything. And that's something that honestly I think meant a lot to me because at least knowing that my mom and my family was so accepting to the effect of me possibly being gay or bi or actually finding out that information secondhand or thirdhand, whatever you want to say it, and still being able to kind of like, still like, we love you, like, that doesn't matter, is something that like, I know a lot of black, well, especially in the black community, some children do not have, like, some people just get shunned out and like, act like they don't exist, but in this instance, it was a situation where I got welcomed with open arms. So overall, uh, in conclusion, this coming out can be a really, really, really confusing and terrifying situation. And this is also something that if you're going through this currently or you've been through this, you probably can relate. Something that will continue and continue and continue happening throughout your time that you live. Like, as I said earlier, there's been multiple times that I came out in multiple situations the first one was probably the hardest, but literally every single moment, especially as I meet a new person, it's technically like I'm coming out all over again. And you just learn how to deal with it and deal with the repercussions or simply just not give a fuck. That eventually I think where I hit the point where I just did not care who knew, whoever knew. It was that you're going to love me, you're not, but at this point it's not going to affect me and my mental well-being. So, to wrap it up, if I can give advice to my 12-year-old self, it honestly would be, be your damn self. Just be, just be your damn self. At this end of the day, everybody on this world has, a, has an opinion. Just like everybody got assholes, everybody got the same thing. Somebody's going to have something to say. So why not live in your own truth now versus living in the shadows and losing all those possible memories that you could have made and honestly made yourself stronger? With that being said, this is the end of episode one. Let's talk about it coming out. Again, I'm your host, Tykees Eggerson. It's been a pleasure. And until next time, Talk to you soon.